Hi there, and welcome to Oaktown Boys, uh, season three, episode 23, um, a below 500 week for sure, but it was, there were moments, there were very cool moments. There were moments. The Dodgers series had very few moments. Yes. Not, none of the moments that we're referring to were really during the Dodgers series at all. Tyler but, Soderstrom's first home run came in that, right? That's true. And Geloff homered, and uh, we can talk about that. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. We're going to talk about Zach Geloff. But um, so the young guys, the young guys did homer against the Dodgers, which is, you know, in that Dodger happened. Stadium. That's something. Um, let's see here. First game, A's lose 7-3. to three. It was Lance Lynn's first start as a Dodger. Um, he was pretty good. Gave up three through seven, walked one, struck out seven. Uh, all three were solo homers. Geloff homered, Rooker homered, and Diaz homered. Um, of the three, I would say maybe Jordan Diaz's was the most impressive because he hit it like pretty deep to right center. I love Jordan Diaz. Jordan Diaz is looking solid, especially for what, a 22-year-old? Maybe yeah. freshly 22? Totally. Um, pitching didn't have much. Waldachuk was uh, actually only gave up one hit over three and two thirds, but did walk three. Um, the guy just can't stop walking people. You know, he doesn't always walk like seven, but he does walk seven sometimes, and he usually always walks like four. Um, and Freddie Tarnock just wasn't a good pitching day. Tarnock was pretty bad. Um, just walking people, nine walks, nine walks against the Dodgers is not going to work. You know, I think it was the record of Kurt. The recurred, the return of Kirby Sneed for yeah. better or worse. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we, we'll see. I'm we'll starting see to kind of like Sammy Long. You know, I, I don't know. you know, we'll talk Pickens about it a little bit slim. later on. We'll talk about the the bullpen pickings, especially are slim. But Sam Long's on that list. Freddie Tarnock is approaching the list of people that We're I'm intrigued. not. Mad. We're intrigued. We're fully intrigued. We'll say that, but so, yeah. um. Dodgers smashed us. They did. But yeah, Geloff, two hits and a homer. Next game, Dodgers smashed us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, We didn't put up much of a fight against the Dodgers. Solo shot by Shea. Shea Banks. Shea Banks. That's it. Yeah. Hogan Harris gave up eight. He was bad. Austin Pruitt, two perfect innings. He's Um, the man. He's he's the man out of the bullpen right now. Either him or uh, Felipe. But oh, yeah. yeah, we can skip kind of right over this Probably game Felipe. and right on to the eight to two game, which was also not great. <laughs> this is great, you know. Um, JP Sears. JP Sears rough. Lost it. He's hit a little bit of a wall, I think. I I still fully believe. I mean, also he wasn't terrible. You know. No, he wasn't. Two, he went through. He got five. Yeah, you don't love the three walks. Um, he had been pretty good about that. So that's a little bit of maybe a step backwards. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, Julio Urias was on. Um, we didn't even get anything going until he was out of the game. And then Geloff and Soderstrom both hit homers off Emmett Sheehan. Hopefully the first time of many. Very yeah. much reminds me of the Chappie Olsen dual days. Yeah, hope uh, you know. I it would be wonderful to see it more often, especially from Soderstrom. But yeah, I mean the Dodgers series was kind of a blip. There's not much happened. We lost. But then the Giants. See, 
Got to see the game televised at the local bowling alley, we, which doesn't happen. That's usually. pretty cool. That's an upside. I, yeah. I wish it would have been more exciting action, but it was still on the it TV. Was playing bowling. on every lane, projected <laughs> right above the pins. I was living large. That's very cool. Um, and on to better things. Game one of the Giants, a two gamer against the Giants. Um, we won. Yeah, we did. We won both games. Um, and was game one was the United Bay thing? Yes, it was. Um, and that was awesome. It was it was awesome to see all the support that's out there. Seems to be growing. There was more of it than I thought there was in the first place, anyway. And it seems to be growing. Totally. So that's nice. Uh, Paul Blackburn, two hits, three walks over six innings, seven strikeouts, five base runners over six innings will do most nights, you know. Um, Giants are a little bit inconsistent. The lineup looks better on some nights than others, I think. Um, But Paul Blackburn was good. Wilmer Flores got two hits. He's the only person that really made any noise, and he's having a huge year. Um, But, yeah, another homer for Jordan Diaz. Number eight mm-hmm. on the year. Um, love it. You know, um, not much more to say. It was a pretty quick game. You know, not too much going on. The uh, Diaz homer was for sure the most exciting moment kind of of the game, I would say. Um, but, yeah, we'll take a win. And we'll take another win in game two of that two-gamer, which means we swept a two-gamer against the Giants. Sweep has not come up very often this year, so we're going to take it whenever we can, even if it was a two-gamer. This one was sweet. We got down 6-4 and won 8-6. Two homers from Nick Allen. I don't know if I ever thought I was going to be saying that. Yeah, baby. Um, Three hits from Geloff. He scored two runs. Three hits from Seth Brown. Knocked in a run. Um, Yeah, the two homers from Nick Allen were as awesome. As awesome as they were, surprising. Um, two walks from both Jordan Diaz and Soderstrom, which is especially with Soderstrom, the walks are important. You know, that's you want to see that because I feel like the power is obviously there. That I'm not too worried about that, but pitch selection is going to be important for him. You know, I mean, part of the reason he's hitting 185 is he hasn't been very selective. So um, that was exciting. And, yeah, Luis Medina was a little bit wild. Um, five walks over three and a third. Big but the bullpen mostly, I mean, Sam Long had a rough day. Wasn't great. But everybody else was fine, you know. Two walks from Ursaig isn't great. But 13 strikeouts on the day for Oakland pitching. That's pretty good. Kirby Sneed struck out the side. Felipe struck out the side. And a save from Trevor May. Gives him number 11 on the year. Brings his ERA down to four one five, which is way more palatable than I ever thought it was going to be down to, honestly. And we were looking before we started recording, and his ERA plus this year is considerably better than his ERA plus was last year. So the Trevor May bounce back story continues. And yeah, that's a two game sweep of the Giants, and the the Unite the Bay thing went well. I don't know if we could ask for much more from that two day stretch. I would agree. A's claim the Bay Bridge Trophy. For what we hope is not the last time. That's right. You know? um, and, yeah, what did, we, what did the Giants do? No homers. Patrick Bailey. Dude, Patrick Bailey is no joke. That yeah. dude is good. Where do they come up with these guys? Him and Buster Posey are 
cut from the same cloth. He Patrick Bailey is legit. And I, you know, if you haven't heard it, then you heard it here first. Patrick Bailey is good. Might be he's up there with the best defensive catchers in the league. The yeah, dude's got a cannon. It's good crazy. Hitting too. Yeah. Not bad. Um, and that's the end of the Giants series. And now the Rangers. Three Rangers against the Rangers. Came to play. They, they did. were fresh off their new trade deadline acquisition. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Celebration hangover. I don't know. But they've won seven, eight. They ended up winning seven or eight in a row. Eight games in a row. Following all those trades. Yeah. Including two to the A's. Then they lost to us today. Um, started out with 5-3 victory by the Rangers. This was the return of uh, Danny Jimenez. I believe. Yes, it was. Didn't go great. No, it unfortunately. didn't. Unfortunately. He gave up the two runs that ended up being the game. Yep. Um, Before Waldachuk that. Waldachuk was fine. Waldachuk was totally fine. In fact, pretty good. Struck out seven, walked one. Yeah. Urseg was, oh, he's bad. He's, he walked two, <laughs> got yeah. one one out. Kirby Snee blew the save. I yeah, think I he think made Kirby, a pretty think, epic error. Yeah, and I think he gave up the base runners that Urseg put on, you know. Um, but yeah, Kirby Sneed, whatever, man. I just we could we could have a whole episode about how that dude is still throwing pitches for the A's. He thought cutting his hair would get him off the hook, and we still know it's the same guy. Um, but Nick Allen RBI double, which is good. Yeah, he's Geloff knocked in two more. You know. Because that's um, what he does. Other than that, not much to speak of. Seth Brown is coming around seemingly a little bit. Yep. You know, the numbers are slowly but surely coming up. So, you yeah, we lost. So it was coming stinky. around. Who? The next day, uh, J.J. Blade, Homer's Absolutely. off Scherzer. Which is, we didn't have much going off of him. So it was impressive that anyone did anything because we got cut up by Max Scherzer a little bit. Other than JJ Blade. To be expected. Yeah, he homered and walked, though, which is really, if he can do that every day, I'll take it. We've been caught up by Max Scherzer so many times. Like, yes. It doesn't even phase me. No. And this just added to it. Um. So, yeah, 6 1 Sears was not good. Um. He wasn't, he was in the zone, you know, but no, only one walk, six, six strikeouts and one walk. Um, but yeah, nine hits in four innings isn't good. It's a bummer. He was putting together a really solid season, and it's it's gonna look pretty average. Yeah. Um, and then that brings us to today, which was cool. Today was a good game. It was. I think the second shutout the A's have this season. Two zero. Geloff with homer numbers, uh, six, which is cool. Love yep. that. Jordan Diaz had two hits with the double. Esther Uriz stole two bags and scored the other run that wasn't on the solo home run, which I believe was, what, a sacrifice fly by Jenna Bride. And the pitching was, I mean, awesome. I mean, Austin Pruitt was great as an opener. Freddie Tarnock came in and was, look, I think this may have been his best outing of the year that I've mm-hmm. seen, you know? Nick um, Allen stole a bag. Nick Allen it got another hit. 
you know, I mean, all we've been saying is 240, 250 from Nick Allen, and he's well on his way. He's on 201. So, you know, small victories, we will say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Zach Geloff's OPS currently is 875, which is awesome. Awesome for anyone, guy. especially for a rookie. My so moment of the week. Tarnock is, gets a win. Is Zach Geloff. Totally. The fastest Oakland A to six home runs ever. 22 games. So he's clearly going to be, you know, number one Oakland A. He's going to be, he's going to win MVP. He's going to be the best top. second baseman ever for Oakland A's. Um, my moment of the week is sweeping the two gamers from the Giants. The Unite the Bay thing was awesome. When swe- sweeping anything is a great feeling. So I'll, we'll take that. We'll take Can't that for sure. I didn't think of that. <laughs> um, let's see. And so basically, a big part of all of the good things that have happened this weekend are the last week, sorry, in the last week, are associated with the A's young infield. Right. And I think there's a couple guys who have taken jobs, I would say. Like Geloff. Geloff's got second. I think that's over. He's our he's our best player. And Nick Allen. Nick Allen over the last, I would say, I don't know, month overall has made a pretty good case to be the shortstop. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally. Um, Jordan Diaz. Where do you put Jordan Diaz? At third? I don't know. He he looks fine, honestly, like as a second baseman. So do you move Geloff to third? Maybe. I'm I mean, not sure which one's better at that. I, I Okay, well, they'll probably figure it out. They, um, that's for them to figure out. Yeah. And Soderstrom. I, I'm fully in the camp of I don't really care how it looks the rest of the year. We got to ride it out. Give him a chance. You know? Yeah, why not? Um, and I'm not mad at that. Those four guys, Diaz, Allen, Geloff, and Soderstrom. That's something something to be excited about. Maybe not the most exciting thing of all time. But all those guys are young, and they've all flashed one way or another. So, you know, I think we're looking better at some important positions than we thought we were going to be able to get to this year in terms of, like, a guy playing that spot. You know? Jordan Diaz has been a pleasant surprise pretty much at every turn as an Ace fan. You know? I'll remember for remember him forever for the three home run game yes it was amazing and he's that was not the only thing he's done you know he looks good he does he had he has flashed being able to be amazing you know i.e the three home run game but it's also supported by some other games he's had some other like exit velocity numbers you know he hits the ball hard it wasn't a complete outlier that he homered three times in one game no. Which, as it is with other guys sometimes, you know. Um, so, digging into the numbers, um, Zach Geloff, on the season, he's up to 140 OPS plus, a .8 war. He's probably probably tied for first on the team on the whole year. Got to be up there. Uh, last seven days, about a 138 OPS plus, 899 OPS which, for those playing the home game, is really good. It's good. And now let's compare that to the rest of the infield. Nick Gallen, 
<laughs> season long OPS plus 49. No, yeah. Not your favorite number. Um, but in the last seven days, about a 187. Very much buoyed by the two homer game. Totally. But he also doubled and he, he had another hit. You know, I mean, yeah. he's hitting 353, uh, 1.118 OPS. Uh, last 14 days carries out to a 130 OPS plus. Last month it was 57. But you see what, you know, there's something to take away from that. And I mean, it's not like there's somebody else that can play short that's knocking on the door, you know, like no. he's, he's, for better or worse, he has the chance to grab the job. And I don't think he's, anyone's going to push him. He's almost 25. Zach Geloff, almost 24. Jordan Diaz, 22. Uh, I love Jordan Diaz. I wanted to see what his savant numbers looked like. He's in the 77th percentile for max exit velocity. Not bad. It's red. I'll take that. Yep. For a 22-year-old, you know, yeah. in a not great lineup, you know. I mean, it's not like he's batting eighth in a lineup full of killers and seeing easy pitches, you know. He's like getting pitched to so average exit velocity 91 what was the average 89 point something the league average i think something like that yeah so uh, jordan diaz above average you heard it here first um but yeah i love the young guys that's yeah. you know geloth very high on obviously allen coming around on for sure. Mm -hmm. Jordan Diaz, pretty high on. Not quite as high as Geloff, Diaz, but still pretty high on. He's at a 108 OPS plus this year. About uh same thing over the last week or two. He's It'll work. Solid. It'll work. Especially if he keeps growing. You know? Soderstrom is struggling the most. Yep. I think we all know that. But recently hit his first home run. Maybe he'll break out soon. He's walking some. Like, it's not terrible. He did have all that uh, mini hit streak going, too. And like I said, the walks. The walks are important. Yeah. You know, because I think once he starts to be a little more selective about pitches, he's not going to have a hard time crushing mistakes. He just needs to identify them a little bit better. He's got, like, so many walks compared. His walk rate is much higher than these other guys. So that's something to look at. I yeah. like that. Um, another young guy we wanted to look at, uh, Freddie Tarnock. Freddie Tarnock, four shutout innings today following Austin Pruitt to get himself the win. Um, and he looked great. You know, he was one of the names in that trade where they said, this guy, you know, it's kind of like a flyer a little bit. But if it works out, it's going to be awesome. And he looked pretty good. We loved, good today. we loved what we saw from him in spring training. Yes. And we have seen some of that more so recently than when he first came up. But I think they're bringing him along appropriately. Mm -hmm. Looks like the best thing to look at stats-wise is his AAA line from this season. 1.83 mm -hmm. ERA. Uh, it's about 20 innings, four runs, 11 walks, 11 strikeouts. That could be improved upon. <laughs> yes. But the whip overall, 1.16. 1 
at triple a yeah i mean i think there's a there's something there off to a rocky start in the bigs that's for sure yes but you know he just got his first win first major league win today Maybe that's all he needed. And he's he's trending in the right direction, slowly he is indeed. but surely. Um, zooming out a little bit, what does your rotation look like for next year? That is interesting. Let's see. J.P. Sears. Yep. I guess we we still have Blackburn. Mm-hmm. Or is it free? In this exercise, we'll have Blackburn. Blackburn. Sears. Healthy Caprillion. What am I missing? That's where it starts to get interesting. I, you know, um, um, Medina. Medina and sure. ideally, what's that stud? Miller? Mason Miller. Mason Miller. Mason Miller. But then also, like, I think if all these dudes are healthy, then like Waldachuk. No I way. don't think so. Long um, relief. You know, I think. but Lefty only. But Freddie Tarnock. Is starting to get himself into that conversation, you know. I'm sure a couple we'll more see. good outings, and you know, maybe we trade Paul Backburn and give those innings to Freddie Tarnock next mm-hmm. year. You know, don't hate that. Um, but I, so I, but I, I think overall I agree um, with the people and the order. Um, but you know, because also there's like Kyle Muller, I guess, but he hasn't really Forgot haven't seen much from him, him. You know, opening day starter. Yeah. I know. Yeah, Rough. he's in the picture for sure. Maybe even like Joey Estes. Oh, Adrian Martinez. Maybe. Yeah, he's looked good occasionally. We like for sure. him. I would love to see him get like two months of run, see what he does with see it. See what he can do. Um, So I think we're going into next season with a clearer picture than we came into this season. You know? Yeah. Starting pitching-wise, at least. Like, I think next year... JP Sears probably gets opening day and there's not really a whole lot of discussion about that. You know, like I guess Paul Blackburn, but I would give it to JP Sears probably. Me too. Um, but at least it's between those two guys. It'll be one of those two guys that they're healthy. At least we don't have to like, it's not gonna be Kyle Muller, you know? Mm-mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, the summer of cell continues. It does indeed. It is, uh, it's sweeping the nation. It is. It's one of the biggest things in baseball right now. It's, it's like one of like disco. the most talked about things in baseball. And the, the owners just keep giving more reasons to sell, the, to want, for the fans to want them to sell. The Orioles effing yes. things up with yes. their broadcast That was crazy, situation. man. That was, it was, uh, okay, so what happened? Yes, day before yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter, and I'm looking through Twitter, and I think it was John Boy Media posted, this is the clip that got Kevin Brown suspended by the Orioles. And, you know, based on suspensions in the past, as Corey mentioned in his response to when I sent it to him, I was 100% waiting for a racial slur, some sort of, like, really intense string of cuss words, and it was none of that. Though turns out, I didn't even know this. The Orioles have been kind of hopeless in Tampa for like a while, which is weird because well, they've they're been hopeless 
against everyone to like but i mean mid last year what was it they were like oh 16 and two in their last 18 series in tampa yeah that is sustained lack of success which is worth talking about and i i watched a clip of kevin brown just highlighting that record and nothing stood out to me at all even a little bit there was no part of it where i was like that was inappropriate that was even like towing the line a little bit the whole thing seemed completely above board exactly what was happening and i would have made had i, had I been watching the broadcast it would have not i would have even noticed you know like like oh that was actually like pretty solid coverage of like that weird little like aberration seemingly and he got suspended they pulled him out of the booth and i sent it to you and you said what is what is that what is that video and i said i don't know it's a good question i have no idea it seems like the people that created the graphic and the stat summary are more at fault i don't know well situation no one i mean from a third party yeah yeah but from a third party perspective yeah no one's at fault if it's just crazy because they're not even a bad team. No, they're they're in first place. Yeah, no one should have hurt feelings right now in Baltimore about like their record historically, or even though the last three years about anything. You guys are in first place by like six games. Relax. But now you got Orioles fans wearing sell the team shirts. But for yeah, for no reason. Like how well, dumb the are you? Sucks no, no, balls. no. But I mean, you like if you're the owner, oh, you yeah. like put yourself okay. in hot water for no reason. Mm-hmm. Everything's going great. Like, if you would have asked an Oriole fan other than this issue, like, how are you feeling about the organization this year? They're probably like, eh, pretty good. You know, like, yeah. I we're good. I have some complaints because obviously this dude's a total doofus. <laughs> but, like, this year's good. Not anymore. You can, that's, how, that's a sign of a bad manager. You can't have nice things. He's running that team. They're, they're having a good year. They can't just have a good year. He has to do something stupid. And I think whatever he was, whatever like face he was trying to save by doing that, he has doubled in the negative backlash they've gotten. Because, yeah, I mean, now they want him to sell. And the White Sox are a total mess. Unbelievable. Uh, ties in with the coolest thing I saw this week. It was the... <laughs> The fight between the White Sox and the Guardians. Jose Ramirez slid into second base. Uh, Tim Anderson put a hard tag on him and stood over him. Jose took issue with that. Pretty sure Tim Anderson threw his glove down first, said, let's fight. So they squared up and they fought. Jose got a right hook off of sorts and it knocked Tim Anderson down. And that was pretty much that. Yeah, and he was a little woozy when he woke up, when Seemingly, he like stood up too. Yeah. So I think he got him pretty good. And he posted some like Twitter rant. He did. And uh, there was like a story about Yasmani Grandal slapping him. Um, and then the, at the same time, a story came out from Kenyon Middleton about how there was just no culture and no rules and dudes falling asleep in the dugout and people missing practices with no, no repercussions. So between that and like the Tony Larusa hiring, it's like what what is going on over there? You guys have talented ball players, or you did before you traded some way. And well, I mean, they still have Luis Robert just hit his thirty first homer yeah. like today or yesterday. They they should be a good team. They should be a, at least a decent team. But they can't 
They can't keep Eloy healthy. No. Like, he got hurt in the fight. Yeah, dude, that was... Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and it seemed like Tim Anderson has a habit of tagging people weird. Um, yep. Because the night before, Brian Rocchio had, like, slid in his second, had his hand on second base, and Tim Anderson had moved his hand off of second base and tagged him out. So I think there was... I think there was some stuff going on around the bag at second that the guardians were not big on. Um, but yeah, overall kind of a, a very funny clip, honestly, like you never see fist fights in a baseball game anymore. That's um, crazy. my moment was Julio Rodriguez robbing Fernando Tatis jr. Of a home run. And everybody completely thought he had not robbed it. And then like five seconds later, he opened up his glove and the ball was in there. And Fernando Tatis was like well into his home run shot thinking everybody thought the ball was gone and it seems like the only reason that julio rodriguez did it was just to be like <laughs> like, like i caught it I like just it. kidding um and he's great he's so cool and it was a it was a cool moment you know like i the mariners are they have kind of a fun team they've got some young guys they do and julio rodriguez is among the funnest in the league so that was, it was a great moment between two very fun players um so the A's DFA'd and traded fan favorite Ramon Laureano this week. So in honor of his time with the A's, let's think back. What was our favorite Ramon moment? Um, there were so many good throws. I'll yeah, I mean, that. I think the... But for me, it was uh, his first game with the A's. He hit a walk-off RBI double against the Astros. Um, I distinctly remember Dan, myself, I'm pretty sure you were there. Tanner was in town. Mackie was there. We spilled some wine in celebration. Like, yes. Just a great, great day of watching baseball with, with your friends. Yeah. Well, and I mean, man, I'm picking one moment. The, <laughs> the 2019 season for Ramon Laureano, that whole year. Um, yep. But... He was just so cool. Everything he did was so cool when he was healthy, you know. He well, and it was we stole the guy from the Astros for nothing, mm, and he so had good. somehow avoided. He had been a very talented player, but had somehow avoided being on those teams that were like so tainted by everything the Astros did. So it was like we got this guy who was like so close to being associated with all this stuff, who wasn't associated with it. Turned out to be awesome, and was total consummate a you know like one of one of my favorite players um i think it's probably it's not very niche but i mean the the throw from the warning track that when he doubled i think someone from the angels off at first and it was one of the most incredible throws probably in baseball history um but those lists are weird you know like throws that shouldn't be on there don't (laughs) don't make it you know anyway anyway but um he was amazing. Love the guy. He yes. once tried to fight the entire Astros dugout. That's so. probably the moment, right? Yeah. That was Kate's the moment. Yeah. So he was, I don't know. I wish it would have, I wish it would have worked out differently. Yep. It was, it was because he has, he has struggled mightily. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's tough to see him go. But he was not, especially the place that we're in right now as a team, you just can't justify 
giving at bats to a dude that's not producing at all. Well, and he so quickly chipped in with the Guardians. He yeah. had a RBI double in his first at bat or in the first game, and um, at one point fielded a fly ball where the opposing team clearly chose not to advance because he threw it in. Yeah. And he made a difference right away. So good for him. And I hope they win the World Series. Yeah. You know. Heck yeah. Uh, so that's and that's our best. that's our random player look back because He's Ramon it. is gone. We love you, Ramon. Anyway, with the fantasy face off. Um, I don't let's see here. Looks like I smoked you. You did. Pete Alonso got me ninety four point two. Yeah, I think Corey ended up with what, 107.5 overall? Sounds right. JV got me 11.3. Dan got 39 from Hunter Renfro and 14.3 from Charlie Morton. Which, so yeah, Corey, 107. I am victorious. 107.5, and I got 54.2. All right. I updated the leaderboard, tied 1 and 1. I'm going with Joey Manessis and Chase Silseth. He who just struck out 12. On the pitch for the Angels? Yep. I'm going to go with, um, let's see here. Wilmer Flores, since I was talking about how hot he is. I thought about that. And Tuki Toussaint. Wow. Is he starting? Mm-hmm. Start for the White Sox. Striking, striking dudes out. All right. All righty, guys. Well, it was a little bit over a week, but we're back. Might and... be um, settling in on the Wednesday, Thursday time slot again. We'll see. Yeah. We're playing it by ear. Um, but one way or another, we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. And in the meantime, go A's. Go A's. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.